Welcome to Idea Gym. I'm Jeff. I'm Sheldon. And we have an awesome idea we want to share with you today. This one comes from a blog post that Sheldon has written but not posted yet. So <laughs> he's committing to post that at some future date. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's yet to be determined. <laughs> yeah, it's titled, I titled it Measuring What Counts, right? The idea is this, like I, I tend to have a very analog, analytical mind, like economics, statistics, like it's like even when it comes to psychology, which I really like, I'm trying to analyze and quantify things, right? Cause and effect. Uh, but there's this thing, and, and it's attributed to Albert Einstein. It says, not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. And I think too often in our rush to try and improve, to get better success, whatever, sometimes to find real happiness, you got to stop and Count the things that can't be counted. And I think the chiefest among those is, is love, right? And there's a quote that I heard from a, a renowned love researcher, Harry Harlow. And he, in his presidential address to the American Psych- Psychological Association, he said this, so far as love or affection is concerned, psychologists have failed in this mission. The little we know about love does not transcend simple observation. And the little we write about it has been written better by poets and novelists. You know, love is one of those things I have to remind myself that like real love is something any two-year-old can feel and can give, right? And it can't be understood in clinical terms, economics, even psychology, something that counts, yet we're inadequate to even describe it sometimes, let alone actually count it, right? And a couple of examples I, I was thinking of is any marriage where a spouse is is angry or resentful because they feel like they've given six units of love today and their spouse is only given four, right? They're, they're not counting accurately. And at least if they want the outcome, they want, if it's real happiness and have real love, it's gotta be something that's given without, without counting it, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Without expectation of something in return. Yeah. I, you know, we, we use the term a lot at least around people that I know, like keeping score in a, it's never keep score in a relationship. And I think that's really good advice because that's just not how relationships work. Um, and in all honesty, the more you give, the less it matters. And, you know, there's probably people out there who feel like, well, you know, I give all the time and I never get back what I'm hoping for. And maybe in that case, what you're saying Sheldon there or what the psychologist guy is saying is then you're not really giving love the right way with an ex, you know, it must be given <laughs> without an expectation of something in return. And that's, that's challenging then. I think that's, that's something that all of us, you know, we, we do automatically sometimes, but then when we're intentional about it, sometimes we have this expectation of what we might get in return. Right. So why is it, I was thinking about this. Why is it so easy to do, say when it comes to your children, right. Or, or an infant, right. They're not going to give you anything in return yeah. really. Right. But why do we expect my so much more? Last right. night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So some ways I feel like it's, it comes natural. It comes easy, but then why do other times, you know, with the spouse or a colleague or something it's harder because we feel like they should, like they should be doing their part. Yeah. Exactly. There's a book, the Gay Hendricks book called The Big Leap. He mm-hmm. explains in there as he, he's been a therapist coach for 
I don't know, 60 years or something. And he's, he's talking about in a lot of his conversations with couples, what he'll find is that both of them is trying to take the victim role and put the responsibility on the other person. It's like, oh, well, you did this and this is why I feel this way. And then the other person just combats with, well, that's not true because you do this and that's why I feel this way. The answer that he gives to his clients is in a relationship, there's not 50% and 50% responsibility. Each of you has 100% responsibility. And when both parties take 100% responsibility for their life and their part of the relationship, things can move forward in a successful way. So rather than saying like, well, I've done my part, right? It's, it's not really how it works. You can't say, well, I've done my 50% and now it's up to them to finish. So I did half the dishes. It's like, it's like doing, I vacuumed half the carpet. You should do the the second half. (laughs) Like, no, you do the whole job and that's where you get the benefit. Like leaving a a carpet half done or the laundry half folded. It seems, I don't know, like no one's going to fold half a shirt. You're like, sorry, you fold the other half. Like, it's just not how it works, right? But when it comes to relationships, we kind of lose that understanding and we decide that the other person owns half of the responsibility. It's an interesting way of looking at it. The topic of love, right? Something that counts, <laughs> can't be counted. Obviously, this is, uh, it's not what our podcast is. We, we're not diving into the psychology of love, but it's like core to, to who we are. You know what I mean? Love may not make the world go round, but it's what makes the trip worthwhile. <laughs> right. And I, and I've often been one who leans on the side of intangibles, right? Um, I base a lot of what I do based on just the feeling and what I, and kind of a hope and expectation, which isn't, I think you need both, right? I think you need the analytic side, but I think there's always a level of intangible that exists in any endeavor, be it a relationship, be it a business, be it uh, raising your children. There's just not every, you can't, there's so, so many things that can't be counted and the things that can be counted don't often weigh as much as we think they do. You know, we, we can get a lot of information from, from the data, but then what's the difference between a YouTube video that goes viral and a YouTube video that does not, right? It's like, you can count all the data you want, but in the end, there's just an intangible piece there of this one, people shared more, right? It's like, and, and you, they've tried to explain things like that time and time again with varying success. And I think it's, it's the same instance in almost all of life. It's like, there's a level of, of timing and success there that can't be measured and can't be counted that you just, you got to go off of your feel. You got to go off of your gut, uh, start with some data and then go forward with hope. Anyway, I know that was kind of maybe a random little tangent, but <laughs> it, it felt like it made sense in this moment. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes I feel like, again, science and math is kind of like my background and what I gravitate toward and economic statistics. And at the same time, there's this part that realizes that the scientific method is very good at explaining the how, but there's almost nothing to explain the why, right? The intent. Why does, how does that, in my mind, that connects to this. <laughs> Basically, we wanted to leave you with an action step regardless on this. Talking about love, something that I found to be very impactful, though it seems like a really small thing, and that's what we're all about, right? It's the small daily actions that lead to big results that you maybe couldn't have anticipated is is leaving love notes on my fridge for my wife almost every day. I would like to say every single day, but it's there's been a day or two I've missed, you know, vacations and whatnot. But, uh, but leaving a love note, and it doesn't have to be a love note, but giving gratitude or thanks to someone in a note form over the next seven days 
either leave a note, love note or give someone a thank you note or just express thanks directly to someone for something they've done for you uh, this week, every day. That's the action step and you will feel good doing it. I promise you that. (laughs) It's always a good feeling when you leave someone a love note or a thank you note or tell them they're how great they are right it's like a compliment we've been t- having we've been having conversations with our kids asking them like hey who did you oh shoot what's the word again i think the word all of a sudden appreciate who did you uh compliment yes appreciate uh, compliment today right it's like who did you compliment today and our goal has been go out of your way to compliment at least three people right just say something nice about them uh just to get into the practice of doing something kind for someone else that costs you nothing pride maybe Maybe it costs you pride. (laughs) I don't think it does. It's like what you give, what you receive is exponentially more than what you give. When you absolutely give love anyway. All right. Well, there was our short, sweet version today. (laughs) Uh, Action step is to write a love, you love note, a thank you card, or express gratitude to someone every day, at least once this week. And just let us know how you feel. Honestly. See how it changes your your day or even that moment. Anything else you want to share, Sheldon? No, I'm going to do it. Hey, me too. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you giving effort to try and improve every day. You are a rare breed, okay? Everybody wants more, wants better, wants to achieve, but you guys are doing it. Even if it feels unsuccessful or not as fast, it's like effort. Effort is the only thing you can really... It's like 100% in your control, right? So go do it. Yeah. Go put an idea to work today. And if you liked this episode, share it with a friend and please give us a review because it helps us a lot. (laughs) Someone give us a review. (laughs) See you guys.